1: Welcome, everybody, to Guys and a Mike Friday edition. That means it is a football Friday. Always glad to bring the football talk in and a Friday big weekend of college football coming up uh, tomorrow and some good NFL games on the slate. I'm actually one of the very few in the Chicago area that think the uh, Panthers against the Bears is going to be a very competitive, very exciting game. Going to make my first prediction right off the bat, David Olsen. This game will come down to the final possession. A Robbie Gold Bugle. They win it for the chicago bears most consistent kicker in all of football but uh, looking forward to a great weekend we got lots of other topics to get to as well big dog and the coach at your service right up until 11 o'clock let's listen to some quick music and we'll get the show off and running or at least into a slight trot Yes, indeed. By the way, speaking of off and running the uh, Chicago Marathon, Chicago Marathon, not this weekend, but I think that is coming up next weekend. So that'll be part of our uh, discussion topics in the upcoming week. I'll be out there watching some of the uh, fine runners race by. Got that on the docket? Absolutely. David Olson, sometime during the show. uh, Sooner than later, because we want to get to our beat the schmoes football predictions. I've had this on my list for a couple of days. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominated their, or not nominated, but picked their nominees. I'd like to go over because the big dog is a rock and roll. Uh, well, well, you, well use you the know, word why, expert, why, why, why don't we? Why don't we?
2: Why don't we get this out of the way now? Okay, because the big dog is on the line. Beautiful. And then uh, we'll move on to the football. All stuff. right.
1: So we got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Also, Teagan. The Tea Party is hosting a little party in Schaumburg, Illinois, and Big Dog, uh assuming you are calling from your palatial estate out in Aurora, Illinois, you're only about a half an hour away, where some of the finest in the Republican Party will be gathering. Any chance uh, you'll go there and maybe ask a few questions on our behalf? How are you, uh,
0: I, I would be more than happy to, so if they can send one of the limos down here to pick me up, I will shake probably one-third of their hands very firmly, the other two-thirds I'll snub.
1: What if the limo comes by and a Michelle Bachman is in the backseat? You you ride with her?
0: I, I would definitely ride there all the okay. way with her. A Herman Cain? I would. I'd basically take a ride from anybody. <laughs> Besides maybe like a meth addict, I think yeah. I would take a, a ride pretty much anywhere right now. From How someone. many years
1: now has it been without uh, automobile? Two, are you up to two?
0: It's yeah. It's, it's uh. It's two years now. That'll be changing soon, hopefully for myself. That, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's going to change soon. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, what, Couple members of my family own car lots, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to auctions. And so basically, I'm going to give them, give my cousin like two grand. Yep. He's going to bid fifteen hundred dollars on a car. It'll probably be worth like ten thousand dollars to somebody on the street. He'll make five hundred bucks off of it, working about ten minutes. And I will get a car for two grand that I would probably have to pay ten thousand dollars for.
1: Sounds like a Ponzi scheme and one that I don't think I didn't quite follow the whole thing, but it sounded you know, a, you, you, shady. You
0: realize that. People have their cars repossessed and then they get sold at auction. My cousin buys those and then resells the cars. Yeah.
1: It all sounds shady.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's life. But that's coach.
1: that's your plan, huh? That's, right.
0: Well, I know That's that's a pretty good plan, Coach. That's an extremely. Yeah. Good plan that's what that's my what my Mike own. Mark my, said. My that... cousin is. My uncle was in business for the last forty years, and my cousin took the business over. I would have to say I would be in pretty good hands.
1: So if they've been in the, quote-unquote, car business for a couple of years, why has it taken you over two years to get automobile?
0: Coach, do I really have to go over this? I'm, yeah, you're I'm right. right. You're okay. Right. Now, uh, but it has nothing <laughs> to do with the ability to actually buy a car. It has something to do with something else totally. Yep. You know, also, yep. Everybody else can put that together. A lot of but our uh, emailers and – Uncle Sonny. Uncle Sonny and, and Tad. Uh-huh. They're like some of our our most avid listeners uh-huh. who have to, I,
1: the car lot, so absolutely. Fun. absolutely. If they're listening right now, uh, give us a call, 888 463 I'd love to talk some uh, car lot. I'm sure there's plenty of stories to be told and probably a lot more stories, the good ones, that can't be told over the two guys in a mic Airwaves. Maybe Jeff Perlman it. can write a book about it.
0: So instead of talking about the Tea Party, did you have a question about uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction?
1: Well, yeah. Uh, Again, not inductees. These are nominees. So I'd like to go over a few of the names and groups. And uh, you're pretty rock and roll infested. David Olson has a solid opinion of it. I play the part of the outsider here. And, uh, you know, similar to like when we do Sports Hall of Fame, should they be in or should they not? David, who are some of the uh, candidates?
2: Uh, this year leading the first time nominees are Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Joan Jett. And then Hart. Hart. Oh. Ann yeah. and Nancy Wilson.
0: What did you? Be- Hold on a second. They're not already in?
2: No, no, they're first-time nominees. Uh, the other first-time nominees are Guns N' Roses. Got the Beastie Boys in there too, right? they're repeats. Ah, they they were nominated. They nominate- shot it, down. They did. Okay. They, they were a nominee last year. So we'll get Guns N' Roses, big dog. Guns N' Roses.
0: They'll be in without. I was,
2: no, and before I, before yeah. I get into this,
0: before I get into all this stuff, Dave. Now, you know, when Coach and I go over this in sports. Whenever yes. I hear a basketball player that made an All Star team, I'm like, oh, he's in the Hall of Fame because it, it's so easy to get in in the basketball as opposed to like baseball. You, I mean, like right now, we're, is Vladimir Guerrero going to get in the Hall of Fame? I mean, right. it's amazing if you. So how I really don't know how easy is it to get in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I know like a I lot think of baseball
1: fans. It's more like basketball than baseball.
2: Yeah, because I mean, the, it's the nomination process itself is the flawed part of the whole equation because it's one guy picking it one guy why is he's the one that started the rock and roll hall of fame <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's why,
0: that's why would be i have no problem with
2: that i do well you, 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 the problem with this guy is i mean he's got I, i'll look up his name you know because i'm about to bash him for a while here mm-hmm. but he's got a bias against 70s rock first of all okay
0: oh, that's, so that's, like, that's what that's why bands that's, that's
2: why like rush has never been nominated to get in. Uh, bands serious? like oh, ELO, Yes, and all these progressive rock bands of uh-huh. the 70s don't get a sniff of it. And he puts way too much emphasis on soul bands of the 60s,
1: in my opinion. Well, uh, Big Dog, why did you not have a problem with one guy deciding <laughs> who even gets nominated?
0: If he starts up something and calls it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and puts all the money into it, and he, he, that's the way he wants to do it. And people actually let him get away with it, yeah. let him do it. Well, I mean, honestly, well, the only after, way, but, but I didn't realize he, he didn't have an open mind about it. Like that's, I didn't have it. I mean, if he started this up, I didn't realize it was done this way. Okay, so you know, if I'm you're going to call it the I, Rock I, and
1: Roll Hall of Fame, and it's going to get that kind of notoriety, I mean, you just said I, you know, if he wants to do it, I got no problem with it. Well, it's attitudes like yours that foster the problem, I would say, at the I'm very least.
0: Huh? I mean, normally somebody who's smart enough to start a Hall of Fame realizes no. you, know, you got to do it the no. right no. way.
1: Disagree. Disagree. Never should be left in one person's hands. No, no,
0: and, don't say never. Don't say never. Well. That, that's not true. No, no, he's right. right. He's North right. There should be a committee. There should be a committee. Board a of directors, if nothing else. Oh, no, I, I, okay. The, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he definitely should have a handful of people, maybe get a, have a, like, I mean, you could get, like, older people that are, like, Johnny Cash before he died. Somebody like him, And you can get somebody from, like, David Geffen or somebody like that. Okay. Different people, but
1: I, looked up I, guy...
0: I don't have a problem if there was just one, though, guy.
1: Okay,
2: there are three people that do it, but the main guy is uh, uh, Jan Werner, who used to run Rolling Stone magazine. He's the main guy. And then uh, there are two other people that you've never heard of, okay? And... The the big criticism on uh, the three of them is the nominees represent their musical taste, mm-hmm. not
1: uh, you know a, co- not contributions, not
2: contributions to certain genres or whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: So if they if they don't like the band, they're not going to get they're not even going to get a sniff.
0: Uh, well, well, see that's that, that's the that's the problem, guys. It has nothing to do with if one person did or a three person that If there has to be some type of baseline, like. I could legitimately look at a certain style of music like disco and be like, well, you know what? This was great and this belongs in there, even though I don't like it. I would be able to do that. So I don't think when well, you guys just poo-poo the idea that one person—I mean, this is how many bands are there? I mean, one person could figure out who should be nominated and and then let other people vote on it. I don't see how that why it's that big of a deal, folks. Mm-hmm. But they are, obviously they're messing up.
1: All if right. one and you has
0: can never be nominated then they've messed up badly.
1: And David, you don't have to be retired for five years to make the hall. You can be a current. Adds, no, 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 oh. no. Twenty-five
2: years after your first recording. Ah, I like that. Oh, that's that why. That's why, for example, Guns and, Ro- Guns and Roses. Okay. They're this is their first year that they're eligible because Appetite for Destruction came out in 1987.
1: Interesting. Who's the head of Guns and Roses? Axel. It's Axel Rose. Still with us, or?
2: Yeah, he did. yeah, he's with us in a big way because he's about 40 pounds heavier than he was in his heyday. Oh, at my le- goodness, at, at
1: least. That guy is drunk. Seriously.
0: At least. Guns I mean, they- N' Roses would have been a much better band if they would have put the liquor down and picked up some marijuana. <laughs> well,
2: you know, the, marijuana that kept Axel's uh, ego in check because, I mean, they, they imploded after like five years.
0: Oh, And uh, that was the drunkest band in the history <laughs> yeah. of music, Coach. Honestly, the drunkest. No band has ever drank more alcohol. <laughs> than Guns N' Roses, and that's what, I, I truly believe that destroyed their career. So they,
1: the, the they used the wrong vice, huh?
0: Yes, I mean, they got stuff that make them sleep until, I mean, all day long, at least be able to wake up and then fall asleep, I mean, goodness people.
1: Right. Despite that, though, I thought I heard from your reaction, Guns N' Roses should be a uh, first ballot, automatic in the uh, rock and roll hall?
0: If it's, if it's easy to get in, I shouldn't say easy, obviously there's some great music that is in there, but if, yeah, without question, because Guns N' Roses would be, like okay. the equivalent of uh, of a David Robinson value of a basketball player. Interesting. No, 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 that's not good enough because David Robinson had a pretty long career. Okay, he mm-hmm. would be more. Uh, I'll figure it out exactly which particular players okay. under be. Now they'd have to be pretty controversial. They're not like a Ty Cobb with all time record. <laughs> Got to be like a short career that did a lot and wowed people, and then fizzled out is what it has to be.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, when they when they hit, they boy were they huge. Yeah, well, I mean, they they, 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 they for, the, for that for that and for those five years. I mean, they, they, the, the appetite for destruction was that album was around for like two or three years. It was That's still a popular true. album, not and to then, be
1: confused with uh, Barry McGuire's "Eve of Destruction."
2: Exactly, okay. exactly, and then they put out a. Uh, well, use your illusion. They put out a double album, and that was like ridiculously huge. And then you know, after that, it, they burned out. That was they, it. That they, was the end.
0: They came out with a double album at the peak of their popularity. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, this, and basically, so four sides, and each side had like 10 songs on it. They came out with like 40 songs at once. If they would have spread those two albums out like two years, I think the band would have lasted a little longer. Well, it was, like, legitimately, they was, like, overloaded with, could you believe they came out with this much music at one time?
1: Well, so, the name of the group is Guns N' Roses, so they came out fire It was not about longevity. Well,
0: it's absolutely true. No. That they went through drummers uh, faster than, uh, <laughs> when test, I'm not what you Spinal
1: What about uh, Joan Jett in? Thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere in the vast in between?
0: If, if Rush isn't in, how could Joan Jett possibly be in?
2: I, yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. Um, and then with Heart, I'm kind of I'm on the fence with them if they're going to make it in or not.
0: I, I'm I, I'm just kind of disturbed. I didn't know that there was a prejudice against certain styles of music. So uh, uh, the fact that I mean, yes, belongs in without question to me. Rush belongs in, especially when I've heard some of the other bands that have made it in in terms of how big they are and how great they are. Rush is one of the most underrated bands of all time. Dude, what, they have 30 albums, David. Seriously, 30? And they're all awesome? I, I own probably about 15 of the CDs. Too bad I haven't opened any of them up in like 10 years. So it's okay. surprising that Rush isn't in. I'm totally dumbfounded, to be honest with you.
2: There, <laughs> here are a couple of the other nominees, other first-timers. Uh, the Cure, who I think will make it in first ballot, personally.
0: They, they, they definitely do. Uh, they, they have... They kind of started that creepy. Oh, I'm an emo rock. rock emo yeah. rock,
2: yeah. They they were it, and uh, they you know they went. They were one of the first bands, along with REM, that went from indie to mainstream, and and, that, and brought alternative into the mainstream.
0: And I, I, I can be, I can be quite honest with you. All the girls that used to listen to the Cure when they were in high school, when I came back in college, those were all the girls that I still like.
1: There you have it. That puts Uh, him in the Hall of Fame right there. Exactly.
2: Um, The Faces, who I've never even heard of. Uh, The Spinners, they're from the 60s. Rufus with Shaka Khan.
0: Oh, come on. Are you kidding me?
2: Uh, (laughs) uh, Bluesman uh, bluesman Freddie King.
0: Okay, no. Freddie King belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Coach. That one should have been done already.
2: Uh, Eric B. and Rakim, who I don't think are going to make it in. The rappers, The Breaks. Is yeah. that
1: two people or one? Eric B. It's, and
2: It's Rakim. a, it's a, uh, a rapping duo okay. from, from uh, the early days of hip, very early days.
0: And hip-hop. if you want to hear a great hip hop song, there's a song called Follow the Leader. And I'm telling you, it is phenomenal, coach. The lyrics to that mm-hmm. song are so positive. It is, and it's so good. If there, that's the only song that you should listen to by them, by the way.
2: And then we've got the, uh, uh renominees from last year there's your people that were on the ballot last year that didn't make it in uh the beastie boys red hot chili peppers war donna summer donovan
0: wow. i love all of them i love all of those bands
2: you know what i the beastie boys is probably in my top 3 favorite bands of all time but i don't see them going in the rock and roll hall of fame i just don't well, I, and that, I, and really... that, that's not to slight them as artists or anything like that, because I mean their body of work is just unbelievable. But I don't, I don't think people really notice it.
0: You know, that you have an excellent point. You got to figure out what type of bands on there. there is a bubblegum pop band, you know, that made, you know, that somebody else wrote their songs. They went up there in suits and said happy things for like two and a half minutes, and all of a sudden they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All the Beastie Boys put out. About fourteen or fifteen albums already, and it's basically twelve songs. Each one of them has uh, paragraph after after paragraph after paragraph of of unbelievable. Well, well,
2: exactly, and not not to mention the instrumental albums that they put out.
0: Yeah, I mean, really. So I I understand where you're coming from. It's got to be. I'm getting frustrated as you're starting to tell me the people who get in and the reasons why and stuff. So, coach, I'm a little bothered now. (laughs) So even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has. There's some
2: impurity about it, so yeah. And the with fun, and with yeah. the other ones, like Donna Summer won't get in because nobody recognizes disco as a as a legitimate genre. Mm-hmm. So you could th- you could throw her out of there. Donovan, there are too many of those types of artists in the Hall, the Hall of Fame already. Donovan oh. from the '60s. Donovan from the '60s. Mellow yellow. Yes. Wow. Yes, I. I it's going away's bad. Yep.
0: Yep. Um. Uh. War. Mm-hmm. that's some of the greatest songs of all time Look, seriously when you hear a song from the 70s that you're like wow that's a cool song and it sounds totally different than other music oh it's it's war they have a lot of cool songs like that
1: Have the Whether, uh, archies made it with my favorite song of all time sugar sugar
0: well you know it,
2: with the prefab groups that's like one <laughs> that's a huge complaint of a lot of people that the monkeys have never been nominated you and know, not, not, no not just not just the monkeys as the group. The monkeys, the producers, and the writers, and everything that came together to make them what they were, mm-hmm. which you know I'm I'm totally on board for. You know Howard Kirshner and Neil Diamond and the songwriting crew that you know turned yeah. them into. I mean they were the they were the first prefab
0: fu- uh, TV pop group.
1: show was funky, but their music was actually pretty good. Their music was outstanding.
0: Yeah. It that really was. Neil, Neil Diamond wrote their songs.
1: Neil Diamond wrote,
2: uh "I'm a believer." He wrote "Last Train to Clarksville." He wrote, "Oh, uh, there was another another one of the real big ones." But yeah, he was one of their main songwriters.
0: So is was Car- just... so
2: was Carol King. <laughs> if, he, if you if you know wrote who for she Carol is,
0: King? what's he that? Wrote for, he wrote for
2: Carol King. No, no, no. Carol King wrote for the Monkees.
0: Oh, okay. I, I know who Carol King is.
1: That's a, what do you mean? Surprise. You know who Carol King is?
2: Well, I got. Carole well. King, one
1: of the great. Uh, Tapestry is still one of the largest selling albums of all time, right, David?
2: It is, yeah. I think
1: it has still yes. stood the test of time. Mickey Dolans, Davy Jones, Michael Naismith, Peter Tork.
2: You are correct, sir. And they just the had—they just had their. What was it? Their. Was it the 50th? No, 40th wow. anniversary tour.
1: Excellent. All uh, of them are still uh, with us.
2: Well, only three of them go out. Mike Nesmith is a multi-billionaire, so he doesn't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, how does he,
1: he make his money? He obviously didn't make it from the monkey. He was thing. in producing and
2: stuff, right? Well, his his mother invented liquid paper.
0: Whoa! Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so
2: he got that, but uh, he was one of the creators of MTV.
0: I had no idea. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he yeah he helped develop the format. So.
0: And basically, if you were involved in that, Viacom basically they they took a hose and they shot money into your into your bank account. <laughs>
1: All right, little rock and roll hall of fame. Big dog, summer in, summer out, and uh, it's summertime. Not anymore, anyways. Um, we'll see. When 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 do the nominees become official? When's the voting? I, I believe it's in January. Okay. I believe it's in January. So
2: beautiful. So, so, so I think look- Big Dog and I are agreement. Guns and Roses is going to go in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll say Hart will go in.
0: They go in and deservedly so. By the way.
2: Uh. The blues guy, what was his name? Freddie. Freddie. King. Yeah, Freddie King will go in. Yeah. And The Cure will
1: those, go in. Those four are consensus. Those, are, those,
2: those four will make it.
1: All right. So in January, Big Dog, we can look forward to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees and the first Iowa caucus. Boy, what a month that will be.
0: No, do, do they, uh, that's when they announce it, is in January?
2: Uh, yeah, they'll announce it towards the end of the year.
0: Do they have the ceremony in Cleveland in January?
1: What? Yeah, it's in January or February. They have, they have, the, yeah, they have the big bash. you got to get the, the Bureau of Tourism in Cleveland. Believe me, in January they could use some help.
0: Yeah, so. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I just find that funny. They're like, okay, where are we going to put this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in mm-hmm. and have our most important ceremony, the induction? Have them in January in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, Whoa, let's build this thing. So you're right. You're right about the people who run this. I, I don't want one or three people running because their decisions so far seem. Well, well I mean, <laughs> once again, it's
2: just a nominating process. But then when the actual voting, there it's a 500 member board of like of people in the music industry and mm-hmm. former and members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Beautiful. So they're actually chosen by their contemporaries and their peers.
1: Beautiful. All right, we got many people tuning in for our football productions. But uh, if you're familiar with two guys and a mic, even if you're not. You never know which way we're going. The boat uh kind of steers according to which way the wind is blowing. We get off the sports page early and off in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One of the uh, topics. By the way, Big Dog, we forgot to mention, I mentioned at the top of the show before you came on, but a uh, happy Rosh Hashanah to you and yours, the Jewish New Year yesterday. I don't know if you went out and celebrated with friends and family, but a happy Rosh Hashanah to um, you and all of our Jewish brethren out there.
0: I was actually with a a Jewish young lady yesterday. She offered me a job. Really? And I was like, You realize that uh, I don't want to leave the house? She's like, I realize this, Joel. And I'm like, You realize that I don't want to work very much? She said, I realize this, Joel. She set down a certain amount of hours, which were extremely low for the entire week. Basically, set out figures what I had to do. And I was like, Oh, I can do this. I'll be more than happy to do that. So uh, Sounds like a calendar. heck of a job
1: interview. A, I don't want to leave the house. And B, I don't want to work very much. Oh, yeah, You're hired. <laughs> what a motivated young man. I'm proud of you, Joel.
0: She contacted me. Okay. Well so let's let's make this let's make this uh right. All right.
1: Assuming you're not gonna catch any communicable diseases, what the hell job are you doing?
0: Uh well, she has a a marketing firm called uh merging talent. Okay. It sounds no like matter, possible communicative. Really it's an amazing concept what she has. It's really really good. So it's basically like marketing insurance is the best way I could describe it. That's how she doesn't describe it that way, okay. but you, you pay them a certain amount a month. One day, one month you need uh phone calls made, and the next month you actually need someone to come in and paint something in your building. You can do all that's taken care of.
1: Interesting.
0: It's, it's good stuff. I don't want to get all into it now. but Be careful. Be expensive. careful
1: because I think uh, back in the day one of those uh, houses of ill repute that were closed down uh, a couple of years ago was also known. I think their title was Merging Talents.
0: Yeah, Coach, trust me, but I was there the day the raid happened. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Were you it merging?
0: No, no, I was just waiting in the, in the waiting oh, room. Oh, okay.
1: But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were in the odd deck circle. <laughs> merging <laughs> talents, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be YouTubing or checking that one out, no question about it. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you because I know the kayaking gig is dying down, so you got to have yeah, something it, to do it, in the winter.
0: It's definitely slowing yeah. down, so it's going to be pretty busy. I have somebody else that's worked with me, but this guy likes the scam jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a guy, he drives, like, the nicest car around or whatever, but next thing you know, like, he'll be asking me, do I want the job, and he'll leave when I say no, and I'll be like, he nipped my wallet. You know, <laughs> so, so i got to be careful because he's offering me a job, too.
1: Absolutely. Watch any bodily contact. These people can be sneaky.
0: Uh <laughs> can all right, football I'll, talk now, please? please yes, absolutely.
1: I can you know, walking, it like was kind of unclear on the game, but it all came to fruition, Big Dog, as I made the – tracked through the parking lot walking up the stairs here to room 250 at the illustrious offices of the talkzone.com and um, and i had a, an epiphany of sorts in the day the Carolina Panther Chicago Bear game which a month ago was like kind of a dud game on the schedule i think this is going to be the best game of the season to date for the bears i think it's going to the final possession i got Robbie Gold kicking a 40 yarder to win it i think it's a great matchup all kinds of stories Two evenly matched in. I think it's going to be a great game Sunday. Of course, um, I could be wrong.
0: If you if you told me right now the game comes down, even though the Bears should be heavily favored and are supposedly no, better, No, they should Well, they're seven-point favorite, though. Okay. okay. Which in the NFL means they're supposed to win the game. Okay, that's the slide I'll say. But if you told me right now that the game comes down, Bears down to Robbie Gold with the uh, Kicking a ball from the thirty-yard line, so forty-yard field goal to win it. I will take that all day long. I don't yep. care if they were playing the Colts right now, and I was that quarterback for them. I will take Robbie Gold kicking a game-winning field goal every single day. No so I question like, about I, it. I like your foresight, though.
1: No question about it. By the way, speaking of the Colts, Curtis Painter will be quarterback, and Kerry Collins is down. Peyton Manning still out. Curtis Painter will be appearing live in front of the cameras on Monday Night Football. I'm sure um, the, the Monday the, Night, the, Night Football uh, crew is very thrilled.
0: The, the problem, the problem with Terry Collins is when he came out of retirement this year, when they tested him on, on Thursday, he was the same as his baseline test. That's why they didn't want his name, not name Curtis Pater the starter. And then they realized he came in concussed coach. Cause who would take that frickin' job? I want to replace Peyton Manning. It's like, you know, it's like you, have, you want to be in the quarterback after Tebow at Florida. I mean, you just don't want that job. Yep. So, obviously, Kerry Collins, Collins was concussed before he actually got here.
1: <laughs> Well, let's hope, uh, hope Curtis Painter can put out a good show for Monday Night Football purposes. Uh, Indianapolis Colts take on Tampa Bay. Could be a decent game. A lot of good matchups across the NFL. Of course, for Beat the Schmoes, our fans could call in and uh, pick a high school game, college game, pro game, whatever you want to do. Our winner last week, Big Dog. Knocking off the Schmoes was uh Glenview Rick, who actually picked a high school game. He had the Glenbrook South Titans giving yeah, up I, giving up the eight at Evanston and he nailed that one. I picked a college game, missed, picked a pro game. So it can be done spanning the uh the age globe in football.
0: Uh, who sets those high school lines coach?
1: Oh, we have a manual computer that doesn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nothing nothing wrong. Okay, we've had the manual I'm, computer. I'm, Huh? Our new intern's named Manuel. What is it? Is it Manuel Gomez? The no, guy it's Emanuel.
1: Emanuel. Emanuel. Yes, oh. Emanuel. He's doing a wonderful job, by the way. Lasted over a week, which is longer than 88% of our interns last. But uh, I was kind of half kidding and half serious with David Olson, our producer, who's uh, been just red hot picking against the spread four consecutive weeks, dog. 2-1, 2-1, 3-0, and 2-1. I mean, an unbelievable 9-3 record but. I did tell him, similar to a sports team, it's easy to predict. Well, not easy. It's less hard to predict when you are an underdog and people aren't looking at you. The big dog is the mainstay. You know, David Olsen kind of behind the scenes. But now, now he's right out there in front of the morning, the morning break. The two guys into my public. He's the lead guy, big dog. And you know, from sports, it's a lot harder to play it in, in, from the front side.
0: Well, I, I got to tell you, picking games—it's a lot better to be picking them when you have a lead in the in in the race to see who has the best record by the end of the year. Trust me, I, I would much rather be uh, pushing somebody down than trying to lift them up. Okay. All right,
1: different approach to it. I like sneaking in from behind.
0: I okay, like so that. You're, you're sneaky, coach. Yeah, thank you're, you very you don't, much. I you don't like fight somebody eye to eye. Huh?
1: I like coming. in. Well, you know. Got to get any extra edge you can. But again, any three games you want to pick—high school, college, or pro—I think we got the Bears game is going to be awfully good. Uh, Pittsburgh at Houston, intriguing NFL game. New England at the suddenly resurgent Oakland Raider. Jets at the Ravens—all three of those games look pretty good. And we preface it by saying, dog, we're three games into the NFL season, so we still can't jump—I don't think—to too many conclusions just yet.
0: You can start. You can start though. Let's let's face it. You can. Teams are what they are. So maybe the, the Oakland Raiders are a little better than we, we think they are. Uh, maybe the Bills are better than we think they are. We all know Detroit is. I mean, obviously Detroit has to be at this point the way mm-hmm. they're playing.
1: So Well, I, you know, I would say yes to what you're saying, basically, but there, there is the parenthetical no also. Because you know from past experience and you know it will happen again this year that there's at least one, probably a couple teams, that we would put in that category right now of looking pretty good. Hey, these guys could be for real that 16 games down the road 3 months later we're going to say you know what these guys are still pretty bad and the yeah, reverse Denver method was, a couple of teams that don't look really good right now after just 3 games
0: yeah, you Denver know was so, 6 and 0 last year coach yes my point exactly
1: Kansas City Chiefs. What are they? They finished ten and
0: six last year, right? Oh yeah, they they barely missed the playoffs. Yeah. They, uh No, they were in the playoffs. They were in the yeah. playoffs. So okay. keep got, in got.
1: mind that oh. there's a team out there, zero three, one and two, that has looked dismal thus far. That's going to be in the playoffs, most likely. Okay. so well,
0: uh, no, 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 not most likely. Not, well, not at all. Most likely, uh, teams that start zero two are 12 percent chance of making. The playoff seems to start and 3 has a 4% chance of making the playoffs. I'll
1: tell you what it's not I'd very
0: make like whatsoever that someone starts 0-3.
1: Well, see but, but you're talking about body of work a collective group. I would make the bet 50-50. Right now. If you gave me all the and 3 and all the 1 and 2 teams in the NFL and you gave me a 50-50 chance for just one of those teams to make the play, I'll take that bet straight up.
0: For somebody one and two, I bet to get in the playoffs, it's probably like thirty percent. And I would have to say that yes, somebody one and two will make the playoffs without question. Okay. And hopefully they have a they have a C on their. But zero and three teams, you had better win this weekend or your season's done. Nobody zero and four. Uh, There's only one team in the history of the NFL ever started zero and four and made the playoffs ever in the history of the of the the league. Yeah,
1: you're right about that. College football, plenty of games for our fans to select. Big though, locally. NU in Illinois, heating up a little bit. I don't know if you saw the recent yeah. controversy. We could talk about that. Nebraska, Wisconsin, A&M at Arkansas, Alabama at Florida, Clemson, Virginia Tech. Some great games across the board, but, uh, Illinois Northwestern gets a little intriguing, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, what's the controversy, coach?
1: Well, apparently, uh, you know, and again, the media can build this up, but the University of Illinois players, and this is uh, not a new thing. It goes back to last year. A little upset with Pat Fitzgerald and some of the recruiting comments that they make, that some guys are, well, he's not a Northwestern-type guy. We don't recruit those type players. We recruit a certain type at Northwestern, and they think there's a little implication there, and uh, that apparently has become some locker room fodder.
0: Well, okay, I I didn't realize that that's what the Illinois players shouldn't worry about what that numbskull says. You're calling Pat
1: Fitzgerald a numbskull?
0: Well, if he's going to start talking about players like basically uh, either impugning their character or their their intelligence, no, he doesn't need to bash Illinois athletes for that. I don't don't think he was. Oh, he isn't?
1: No, 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 I I, I, I don't think that's a correct depiction. uh, What what
0: does that mean? Somebody that doesn't have explosiveness and uh, misses tackles and doesn't know who to tackle? Doesn't tackle
1: the fullback in the army game? I don't th- <laughs> I don't think he was talking about the, time, the Illinois but... players. He was talking about his guys and it kind of got misinterpreted, maybe correctly, maybe incorrectly. You know, this is the type of guy we recruit at Northwestern. He's our type player and the implication is, well, well, some guys aren't. You know, why is this guy who recruited Illinois, why did Northwestern not want him? What? I'm not your type player. So it's sort of a backhanded
0: you, you know what I am going to tell you this. So I'm not. It, it is I understand what you're saying, and this is just the Illinois Northwestern rival coming out at me a little bit. Just calling uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's becoming possibly. a little more heated.
0: Uh, but I, I do like it, and I'm going to tell you this. For years, Illinois was out. They were they were having these great recruiting classes, top ten recruiting class in the country, would look, and they would finish. Fiftieth in the country. Yep. Well, now, lately they've been getting like the thirtieth ranked class, mm-hmm. and then now they're ranked like thirtieth and twenty fifth. And now, like obviously, they're in the top twenty five this year. That's not that it means anything yet. I- I'm going to tell you the Illinois coaching staff, which has been a lot of brand new people besides, still has done a phenomenal job the last uh, the last year and a half. So it's really they they've been a very well coached ball club. Yeah. So you know, well, Illinois players, listen to your coaches. Don't worry about what Pat Fitzgerald has been what he's trying to imply in his comments mm-hmm. about yeah. his Well, plan. you
1: and me will be at opposite sides of that one. I'll be rooting for the Purple. Uh, you'll be rooting for the Navy and Orange. Typically, we kind of go for the same college teams, but uh, this is the one weekend I don't root for Illinois, so uh, you I, and me, Dog, will go at it a little bit, but I
0: think it's I mean, going to be a good if, matchup. If, if, if Pat I mean, wants to get into a shouting matchup, uh, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh, how many total rushing yards did Illinois have against Northwestern last year? Was it
1: five? Over. Over three hundred. Or what or one guy had
0: like Mikel LaShore had three hundred and thirty. I wow. and Nate and uh Nate had about a hundred too and LaShore so had, had three thirty in one game. Yeah, three hundred and thirty carries. and he had about twenty carries. So. Wow. And it was it was it was a northwestern or like, the bodies hit the floor. I mean that was what it was thought. they they made a video of Northwestern Players getting strewn all over mm-hmm. the field that day it was beautiful,
1: coach. Well, it looked a little bit like the uh, Army game when they couldn't. Uh, they were there, but just couldn't tackle some of the Army players. It's Illinois a little, runs a little bit harder.
0: By, by the way, you had the, the job of the guy playing over the guard is to tackle the fullback on every play, and they didn't do it. That's all. That's all Army did was basically get five yards every play with the fullback. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, it's kind of you know these guys are supposed to be smart enough at Northwestern. I mean, you would think they would. No tackle to fullback, that's my only job in this game and my only responsibility.
1: Definitely the temperatures be arising in this yeah. a little in-state rivalry. Now, again, not two of the top teams in the country, not the marquee matchup, but it's going to be uh, interesting to watch. College football fans, you want to talk a little... Football, pro college, high school, whatever you want to do. It's a football Friday here, 888-463-6748. The phone number, phone lines open, dial it up, talk with the big dog and the coach. Dog, you're right about the uh, Illinois coaching staff, by the way. If And if you remember, it went back to two years ago when the yeah. dearly departed athletic director, what's his name, Ron Gunther, yeah. s- saw some problems in the program, and he basically told the head coach, you know, we're going to keep you here, Ron, but, Okay, the coordinators are out. You're going to do less of the coaching. We're bringing in a defensive coordinator, an offensive coordinator. So it was kind of a dictum to Ron Zook that uh, you can keep recruiting, you can be the head of the program, but we got to bring some coordinators in who are going to do the actual coaching.
0: Yeah, that's that's basically Petr- what happened now. Now Billy Petrino, Bobby's little brother, yep. is the office coordinator for Illinois. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes Illinois' offense has just been magnificent. Now. This year, it's been a winning style. It hasn't been explosive whatsoever, but they have just made enough plays to, to win games, which is fine with me. But I would like to see their offense take the next step. Their defense coach has been so well coached. They attack, they tackle, and they always seem to be positioned in a in a way that is a good scheme for the play that they're up against. So mm-hmm. uh, the the defense for Right It's funny is they they were getting they had all these unbelievable top tier recruits for years and they these guys would get trapped in the nfl and you're like why didn't they produce in illinois well now illinois has all these average players and all they do is go out there and tackle and stop people for four quarters it's mm-hmm. awesome coach. So, watching illinois defense right yeah there. they're
1: quick they're not real big they're fast and they're quick and they really pursue to the football and
0: yeah. uh, for, the defensive yeah.
1: coordinator I forget his name is the offense right
0: it's, it's vic Honing, right yeah very good so, yeah, very good uh they tackle they hit people coach and it's, it's when you're watching a game when you have a horse in the race you know that term mm-hmm. you know you know there's certain ways that you don't want your team losing like certain ways like if you're a baseball team you don't want a bad pitching staff it just it's horrendous watching when a game where you can't get anybody out but when you can't tackle and stop people yep. you have a bad defense yep. it's hard to watch And last year like Illinois would like, early in the year when Vic Coney was just taking over in, the, in previous years, oh, my goodness, you know, they would score 30 points and they would lose by 20 mm-hmm. when they were playing a good Big Ten team. It was, make me want to throw up, Coach.
1: I like Vic Kenick's, uh strategy and his quote in the paper a couple days ago. I like this. My advice to defensive players, this falls under the KISS theory. Keep it simple, stupid. Take yeah. the shortest route to the ball, and when you get there, arrive in a very bad mood.
0: That it's, unless, unless you're the contained guy, nine other yeah. guys on the field, that's exactly what you have. I
1: happen. like that. I like that. <laughs> when you get to the ball, arrive there in a bad mood. That's a good way of putting it. He,
0: he didn't come up with that saying, but I don't know who did. I think it was Deacon Jones who said it originally. Oh, Deacon Jones. I think it was Deacon who was like, Oh yeah, I love to play football. When I get to the quarterback, I arrive in a bad mood. <laughs> I think it was him who, who originally coined the phrase "arriving oh, bad." Oh
1: boy, a Los Angeles Rams front four. What did they call that group again?
0: The fearsome
1: force. Merlin Olson.
0: Merlin Olson, like a, an 11-time Pro Bowler.
1: Yeah, and a Emmy Award winner, right? For the
0: uh, was he for House uh, of, House on the fi- Fire
1: Fair. House on the Hill, the Fire on the House, whatever it was called. Yeah, he sure. went into TV acting after that.
0: He, Little House on the Prairie, one
1: of it. No, 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 no. He wasn't well, Little House. Was was it was some other show. But uh, Merlin Olson, absolutely.
0: No, he was on Little House on the Prairie.
1: That was the show. Okay. David Olson shaking his head. Uh, all right. So we got to make our football beat the Schmoes predictions. Great weekend of college football. Dog, you going to be uh, working, or are you going to be able to watch some of the games?
0: Uh, hopefully the weather will hold out, and I will miss all these games. I know it is sad, and I don't want to, but. I need to make some money coach big time so mm-hmm. hopefully what I'll do is I'm gonna actually I, I won't I'll be able to watch the Alabama Florida game on on Saturday but we might have two tours on Sunday I'll be coming back okay. watching the
1: well if Saturday you could, Alabama Florida Nebraska Wisconsin maybe the two best games of the day on at the exact same time
0: uh oh are they on at seven o'clock at night yeah I'll be able to watch both games, Coach, so I'm going to have to go somewhere right after my tour, which mm-hmm. means that I will be in the city of Chicago, and I will uh, be imbibing as I watch the game. So Beautiful. Anybody on Saturday night want to hit me up, yeah. go right ahead. You know how to contact me. It's go Twitter. twitter.com. Yeah.
1: Be careful, though, because uh, if I recall this past Monday's show, you were somewhat late and somewhat under the weather due to over
0: No, no. That had nothing to do with it, Coach. Legitimately, that was like one of my first night's sleep that I had in forever. Next thing I know... David Olson's calling me, and it's 10-10. That was pretty embarrassing. That was embarrassing. You have no idea. I, I, I've actually cut back dramatically. I told you I was going to. Yep. And this Saturday will be the first time I drank in a long time.
1: Very proud of you. So Proud of you, big guy. You've turned a leaf.
0: Now, by the way, we have somebody that wants us that we can get to film us at Harrigan while we watch college football, if you want to do this.
1: Excellent. One. Have you talked to the owner of Herrick? Is he up for the two of us? Uh, yes. just,
0: just Tony wants it. He wants it big time. Really? He says, get the coach in here. He's like, I want you guys to have, get that... in here talking college football. I'm like, <laughs> i, I, I got to have the remote. He just left. He's like, you know, you go on the remote here, Joel.
1: Does so, he have I'll... a sound system?
0: Uh, we will have to work on that, Coach. That's a problem. That's not we're, we're going to not use a sound system. We're just going to play. We're just going to film us at the place. We're not going to take over the place. Oh, Coach, if you have three hours worth of material, you can go ahead and take it over.
1: <laughs> well, I just thought if we're going to do a remote, you know, who are we doing it for, just the two of us?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to go there, we're going to film us watching college football at Harrigan. That doesn't that sound, doesn't
1: am out. I missing something? It doesn't sound like a particularly exciting experience. I need you know, to uh, it, 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 interact, you know, if, I need to engage with the fandom of Harrogate. Well,
0: that's exactly what we're going to be doing, but we're not going to have to do it over the sound system. Okay, because then if, as soon as you bring the sound system in... Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden we've got a bunch of headaches. We're all just right. going to go around talking to different people. So we need
1: we need to pick out a Saturday when the two of us can uh, both be free and we'll go front and center at one of Chicago's finest bars.
0: Yeah, it, and obviously bars. it's going to be probably early November, late October. Okay. And and by the way, we're also doing a haunted tour on Halloween by the pal. Just want to you got to dress up in a costume. Wait, who's we? We, the water riders, is what you know. we got, I got I a bunch you. of stuff coming up over the next couple of weeks. So okay. I'm extremely busy for the first time in a long time. That oh, has cool. nothing to do with me playing cool. fantasy baseball.
1: Did you ever ask the owner, by the way, of uh, what song? R I G A N spells Harrigan.
0: No, I haven't seen him since then. But okay. he's, been, he's been to he. Last time I saw him, he was like, get your blood in here. I want you to film something here. So he's like, I want it to happen.
1: All right. Do we have but a filmer? He can
0: tell you the, tell you the story when I almost got in the fight with the Giants.
1: I look forward to that. Do we have someone that's going to film the remote?
0: Yes, we do, Coach. We do, but they she'll want money because okay. she's an extremely talented young lady.
1: All right, uh, and this would be on YouTube, or
0: how we could we could, yeah, we could, uh, we could put, put it on, it on our YouTube website, YouTube, right? And put it on our website, okay. and then it, it, it would be worth it. I think if we do one of these a month, we'll start. Mm-hmm. Everybody there will that will, oh, where can I watch this? Then they'll start telling their friends. Right, cool, I like it. Okay. I like so it. it. We just have to make it a little more simple. I think our first time, we just have to keep it nice and okay. simple. Okay, uh, that's, when you said keep it simple, stupid, I was like, that's what we need to do for our absolutely. remote. We've been thinking too big. Yep. Okay. I
1: like it. I like the idea. I will have our intern Emmanuel contact you. We'll set up something for November.
0: It sounds really good, All Coach. Right. Now, now, David, when's we, the, the show, sir? Are we on
1: pick. the air right now? Oh, we are. <laughs> yes, Joel. Okay, can we please get to our pick? <laughs> yes. Uh, David Olson, you're the lead dog here. Uh, I'll give you the choice. You can go uh, first, second, or third, Mr. Olson. I'm going to lead it off. All right. not only a rock and roll Hall of Fame expert folks but uh one heck of a football predictor
2: okay game number one Uh-oh. Detroit is a point and a half dog to Dallas at Dallas oh I'm all over Detroit week. No! one. That's Romo's hurting miles Austin is hurting and Detroit's defense has been out of this world this season
1: you and me you and me pick the same games David and Uh-oh. often we don't agree stick stay tuned
0: uh, right. And by the way, just that David, there's a guy by the name of Stanley Costa, number 67, who can't even snap the ball to Romo. He has to block in Dominicans, too. So not only does he have to worry about snapping the ball to Romo, he then looks at the best player in the NFL across him. And I did just say that, the best player in the NFL, everyone. Wow. The Detroit Lions are going to take it out and smack him in the face with it. Wow. All
1: right.
2: All right. Uh, game number two, Minnesota is a two-point favorite Uh-oh. at Kansas City. Oh, no.
0: Don't Dayton, do Kansas it. Kansas City.
1: Don't do it.
2: Taking Kansas City. Wow.
0: Yeah, Kansas City gets off the schneid there. I like it. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and wow. then
1: sometimes it's fun to be on the schneid, By the way.
0: <laughs> no. Well, if you're getting paid a hundred thousand a game, yes, it is, coach.
1: Don't knock it till you've tried it. Uh
0: huh.
1: And then <laughs> game number three. Uh-oh. It
0: is
2: the battle of the no. undefeateds. No. Yes, we Don't got. do uh, it. We've got Buffalo going no. into Cincinnati. Wow. Take Buffalo. Wait, battle of the what? its isn't. isn't they're both so three and aren't they? Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati
0: lost to the 49ers thirteen to eight in what has been called the, the prettiest game ever played in football history.
1: <laughs> that was last week. That was ugly. Oh, so my
0: goodness, that was ugly.
1: There's so still a surprising. No, the Bengals are one and two. Did
2: Bengals are one and two? Okay. Well, regardless, I'm still taking Buffalo.
1: How many they're, points they, they get? They're,
2: they're, 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 they're favored by three. By three, they're favored by at three Cincinnati. at Cincinnati.
1: Oh,
0: thats All wow. yeah. You know, I have I have one thing that I, I'm going to warn you about, Dave. Is all those games seem too good to be true right now? The way I look at it is, if I was still gambling, I would be betting thousands of dollars on the Saturday games because I would know I would have those three to back me up. I'm not. That's the only thing you need to worry about is those. They are too good to be true almost. How could Buffalo only be a three-point favorite? Against,
1: well, what do they call that in the gambling term, Big Dog? You know that. Trap. thats Yeah, that's called a trap. Uh huh. By the way, it is Cedric Benson Appreciation Day in Cincinnati, so you see a lot of black and white outfits in the crowd. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> Big Dog, you want to go David Olson? by the way, 9-3 and three against the spread on the season. He's in first place. We invite any of our listeners to call in 888-463-6748. You can always make your picks via... The email, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Why am I whispering? I don't know. Mike, am I seeing the number 2 Mike2Guys two AOL.com. Dog, you want to go second or uh, hesitate a bit?
0: No, I'll, I'll go second. Dave is in the good position. If he goes, I always think this way. If he goes 0 3 this week, he'll still be picking at 60% for the season, which would could make him hundreds of thousands of dollars on the internet if you'd actually start posting these picks. So
1: he can make his picks free and easy, no pressure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. See, if I go 0 3. I'm 8-7, and, and still, hey, I'm, I'm pretty, but next week I'll be biting my fingernails. Oh, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not 8-7. and seven. Well,
0: I'm 8-4. 4, if eight I go and four. And three, oh, I see, okay. If I go 0-3, oh, that's how I look at it. This week, if I go and 3 what will I be? So I can still pick pretty simple this, <laughs> Think this week. Think
1: positively, my friend. Positive thoughts. You're 8-4, and four, having a great season. Life is good.
0: No, I told you I'm going to continue what my tradition is, to try to pick the biggest games in college football every week. And those are the three games that I'm going to pick. Alabama. Going into Florida at point under, oh, a four-point favorite will annihilate Florida. Florida wow. beating the little sisters of the poor but throwing screen passes to Chris Rainey where he runs for 80 yards for a touchdown is not going to happen against the Alabama defense. Alabama is massive, they're fast, and they've got the two best running back combination in all of college football, uh, Richardson and Peeley. Coach, so they're averaging 7.8 yards a carry, those two running backs combined. not added together. What they're, what they're averaging. One's averaging nine yards a carry, the other averaging six and a half.
1: Seven yards a pop. Seven plus a pop, that uh, qualifies under the category of good.
0: Yeah, that qualifies as the other offense staying on the sidelines and the, and the quarterback actually yep. playing catch with somebody just to stay warm because okay. they're not going to be on the field very often.
1: Reminder, that game uh, is in the swamp. The Florida fans will be fever-pitched.
0: Well a reminder that uh for Alabama, <laughs> home and away just doesn't seem to matter okay. for that particular team. Right. But I will tell you this if it was more than a touchdown, I would not take I would not take it. Okay.
1: I like the team, fact, by the way, that you you've you know, Big Dog is not shying away taking some of these minuscule games, you're taking on some of the, the major games and giving the fans a uh Little early treat, and who might be the winner? I like your your handling pressure well, my friend.
0: By the way, unless I see like a ridiculous bargain somewhere on the schedule, yeah. like a, a mismatch on the point spread, mm-hmm. I only take games that are televised so I can watch them. It. As simple as that. It's good theory. I mean, well, I'm not gambling anymore. I got to have some enjoyment when I'm watching football. So okay. at least I put my my soul on the line here on Beat the Schmoes.
1: All right, so, keep it going. Game two.
0: Yeah, Virginia Tech versus Clemson. Virginia Tech at home, a seven point uh, favorite. This is the year at Dabo, Sweeney, and Clemson. They finally get it together. They have a chance. If they beat Virginia Tech, Coach, they will be the favorite in every one of their games the rest of the season, which means they can go undefeated playing the national title game. I'm not kidding you. That's how good Clemson is right now. Taj Boyd at quarterback, Sammy. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen Sammy Watkins play yet? I keep talking about him, Coach. Uh, Clemson, seven-point underdog. They beat Virginia Tech. You know how much I like that game.
1: Big dog taking a couple of... uh couple of good teams but playing on the road a couple of visiting teams in unfriendly atmosphere by the way I did YouTube the Dabney Coleman not Dabney Coleman but Dabney Dabo Sweeney Dabbo Sweeney on the YouTube and uh, I couldn't get the one where he ran out all by himself but I did get the team coming out the rock the fans all dressed in orange and based on the little bit of youtubing I did that Clemson home atmosphere that'd be a fun game to attend that looked pretty wild
0: Oh, without question. That's definitely one of the places I would love to go. Because if you think about it, in that area of South Carolina, mm-hmm. I mean, the closest team that they have, like, a, like pro team are like the Atlanta teams, You know what I mean? There's really nothing out there. Second,
1: so, second uh, biggest sport out there is miniature golf.
0: Yeah, and think about it. It's the second biggest as many. It's, like, totally confusing. Yeah. You can go to a Clemson baseball game, and they'll have, like, 4,000 people out at their games, coach. Wow. So, like, it's like they support their teams out there. So, I don't know what South Carolina, the, the Gamecocks, and the Clemson Tigers have always supported their, okay. their athletic program. All so, right,
1: so we got Alabama there. and Clemson on the road. Big Dog making his picks here, Game Three.
0: Now, uh, just throwing out there, so what do you think the Nebraska- Wisconsin point spread is, Coach? I
1: think it's Wisconsin nine.
0: Mm-hmm. Wisconsin by it's up to nine and a half now, and I'm going to give the points to Nebraska. I will take Wisconsin. Wow and they'll win by double digits coach this team is powerful and i know nebraska has absolutely run roughshod over everybody and wisconsin has run roughshod over everybody neither team has played anyone yet uh, this is wisconsin's year coach i feel it like by the end of the year mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be uh the last game of the season wisconsin's going to have uh, roses in their teeth as they walk off the field okay so what
1: what is the national championship game this year
0: Oh, let me see. This year is 10. So what happened in 06? Oh, with the 05 and 09 was Rose Bowl. Uh, oh, this is 11. So what happened in 07? The 07 National Championship was in the Sugar Bowl, Coach. So it's the Sugar Bowl. Oh, oh LSU is winning the national title this year.
1: Which, which two teams played in the 07 National Championship?
0: Uh, That would be Ohio State versus LSU, beating Wells for an 81-yard touchdown on the first play of the game. How do
1: you pull that off
0: at the top of your head? LSU did make a mistake after that and absolutely dominated Ohio State. It's
1: unbelievable that you could pull that off. Just throwing that out there. 2007, you know where it is, which two teams played, who won, and absolutely, uh,
0: it's impressive. Very impressive. So, so, yeah, that's so, since it's the 2011 season, the Sugar Bowl will be the national title game this year, which basically means LSU is gone. You know, that's. that's well, no, every I got. four to... years, LSU wins the national title in the Sugar Bowl. I that's...
1: got LSU getting knocked off. I think where the complications are going to become is uh, you're going to have three powerhouse teams, and only two can play Oklahoma, Alabama, Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin are all going to be undefeated mm-hmm. and with huge victories over good teams, and one of those three. Are not going to be able to play it. It'll be an injustice. Those are your three top teams in college football, it's not important. LSU.
0: And what happens if the Alabama, LSU, Florida, South Carolina's uh, survivor, Mississippi State, like one of those teams knocks somebody off, and all of a sudden you have Clemson undefeated, who just went through the ACC, and then all of a sudden like Alabama or like your LSU, like you say, there's no way that they could. Uh, they're going to lose at least two games. What if they only lose one coach and it's by 3 to Alabama? And That's Does Clemson capable. deserve to go to the, the national title game more than, than uh, LSU Oof. would? Oh, boy. And just say Alabama has, like, two, a one loss also. So all these one-loss tough. SDC teams, and you have an undefeated Oklahoma and an undefeated Wisconsin and an undefeated Clemson team. Mm-hmm.
1: Who goes? Tough call. I'd have to really, at that point, analyze the schedules of the squad. I don't know if that I can give you an answer now, but I can tell you it would be a tough call.
0: I do know this, the Big Ten will definitely get the short end of the stick, unless it's Ohio State that happens to be the undefeated yeah, team. Oh, that or, won't happen.
1: Well, if this Wisconsin team keeps rolling, I think they will get people noticed. And if they go undefeated, they will deserve the way they're playing now. If they keep rolling opponents, they deserve to play for nationals. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, Let's well, watch Wisconsin-Nebraska this weekend.
0: We'll definitely watch that. I like them as a ten-point favorite. I just want to throw that out there. You know, they, they said they don't take take Boise State because they won't travel well. Well, folks, Wisconsin will travel well, okay? Whenever Green Bay or the Badgers play somewhere, they have as many fans there as everyone else because they're trying to get out of Wisconsin.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, real quick, I will make my picks. Bounce back week for me last week. Big Doug, after three consecutive losing weeks, I finally pulled off a 2-1. and one. I think the logical stepping stone, if we follow the arrow, was 3-0 and oh this week.
0: Yes, I, I, would, that, that, I would be happy for you, Coach.
1: I'm sure yeah, you would. I'm, I'm sure you'd be thrilled. Tennessee and Cleveland, my friend, the Titans. Minus Kenny Britt, right? Kenny Britt is out.
0: Yeah, he's done for the season.
1: Dallas or uh, Cleveland coming off a big win last week at home, giving up a point and a half. I think I'll take the Cleveland Browns, give up the point and a half against the Tennessee Titans. I got the Browns. Game two, Washington, the Redskins against the St. Louis Rams. Rams are 0-3 at home. Washington Redskins 2-1. and one. I'm not believing the mirage of the Washington Redskins. I will take Sammy Bradford and company in the St. Louis Rams. By the way, how was the health of Mr. Sam Bradford?
0: Well, he still got he still has the, the finger issue. It's getting a lot better. But, Coach, honestly, the Rams better wake up now. That's or, my point. Or, or they're the most disappointing team in football. So That's far. why I'm
1: taking them. And I like their coaching staff. So I'm, uh, taking, kind of I'm taking the Rams. At a, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be more respectable than their 0-3. Boy, and they Coach, they were embarrassed in, last week.
0: They're in the NFC West, okay. They're playing the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the 49ers. Do not. When I talked earlier about the 0-3 teams, the, I, immediately yeah. the first thing I thought was uh, in the NFC, NFC West. The NFC West right now, that yeah. 0-3 was the first thing I thought. Yeah. Seven,
1: seven and nine might get you in. Uh All right, Detroit and Dallas, uh, me and David Olson typically we don't look at each other's picks, but typically we pick one or two of the same games, and we go on opposite ends. And the uh, trend holds true this weekend. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. The fact that they're banged up, I understand, but I think the momentum from um, beating the New York Giants in the Monday night football game and... You know, I think the Lions maybe a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit of a letdown after the big 3-0 and streak game is at Dallas. I will take the Cowboys. Romo's injured, but I think Felix Jones gets off. Uh, he won't run up the middle, Big Dog, but Felix Jones going to break some big runs on the outside against the Detroit Lion. Take the Dallas Cowboy against the Detroit Lion
0: At about 113, and Dominican Sue is going to be picking himself off the ground, pushing himself off of Tony Romo. And the uh, yeah. paramedics are going to be running onto the field, and we're going to be thinking, "Why the heck did you put this dude on the field when you're, you had an absolute murderer, a killer?" You're partially attack? right.
1: Partially, there will be somebody helping somebody off the field at that point of the game. But what it will be is Kansu getting some cardiovascular and some some uh, oxygen on the sidelines. Because okay. the Dallas Cowboys are going to make him go sideline to sideline, they're not going to run up the middle on the He's going to be chasing all day. By the mm-hmm. middle of the second quarter, he's going to be dead tired.
0: Did you do realize that he was one of the greatest soccer players in Nigeria growing up.
1: Please do not destroy my theory.
0: I'm telling you, this guy—he can help chase you down. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Coach, I, I'm going to need—I'm going to need David Olsen's help now. David could. You you figure out a way for me just to get the the music for runaround Sue because I have changed the lyrics. Oh, I like that. And changed it to Indomin Sue Run away from Indominus Sue coach. I'm not kidding you. You got her. it's hilarious. I gotta figure out how to get that to the music.
2: Excellent. Nobody to do that. Google search Google search runaround Sioux MIDI. M I D
0: I. Yeah. M I D I. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna do it.
1: All right. I like the idea, dog. I like the idea. We'll uh, meet up at Harrigan's down the road. And more importantly, dog, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday when you can explain what happened with your Beat the Schmoes picks. Sounds
0: like an excellent idea, coach. <laughs> have a good weekend, everybody.
1: All right. There it is. Big dog checking in. We thank everybody out there for listening to the Two Guys at a Mike Show. David Olson, our producer. Great job as per always. Have an outstanding weekend, everybody. We'll be back at you Monday at 10 o'clock. Please don't be late. Set the alarm clock.